When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it's John of Off The Post. I wanted to start this episode off with a message to all the listeners out there. I really appreciate anyone who's tuned in. We're on episode 21 and you know it's onward and upward and uh, things are going to continue as is um, with a minor tweak a little bit on that later but I just wanted to express uh, my appreciation for anyone who's tuned in and uh, if, if you're really a, a true off the post fan uh, we'd appreciate a rating or a review on itunes and you can do that by going in the the podcast app and from there i'm sure you can figure out it's not rocket science and also i wanted to throw it out there that if you have any comments questions concerns feel free to email me my email is jmatis at postmedia.com and with that in mind if you have a guest that you've really liked if one sticks out off the page, please uh, feel free to email me and say, I want that person on again. And I'll try my best to do that because this podcast is for the listeners. And um, with that, I move on to the minor announcement. And that's that we're going to have some players and coaches and managers on uh, moving forward. It's not going to be every episode. It's still going to be based around analysis for the most part. But it'll be kind of uh, going off the beaten path a bit uh, by having some hockey insiders, some decision makers or players uh, on the podcast for more of a formal one-on-one interview. They'll, they'll be shorter than, than the usual half-hour to hour podcast episodes that you're used to with Off the Post. But um, I think it'll be a breath, breath of fresh air. And uh, the first guest is Owen Tippett of the Mississauga Steelheads. He's a, a straight sniper. Uh, a guy who is going to go probably in the top 10 in the NHL draft this summer, first rounder for sure. So it's of interest to a lot of teams uh, and a lot of teams fan bases to know who Owen is. And he was gracious with his time. And uh, without further ado, we'll get to episode 21 with Owen Tippett. From the center of the hockey universe, this is the Off the Post podcast. Welcome to another episode of Off the Post. I'm your host, John Mattis, and today I have Owen Tippett on the line, uh, right winger for the Mississauga Steelheads and a top prospect for the 2017 NHL draft. How's it going, Owen? Good, thanks. How are you? Pretty good. Um, so, uh, part of the reason why I wanted to have you on at this point in the season is because the top prospects game just just passed and, and you were involved in that. You scored a goal. You got an assist, and we're kind of at that midway point where scouts have offered their opinion on on certain players. Um, 
Now, if we talk about Quebec specifically, the top prospects game there, um, what did you take away from ex- an experience like that? Uh, just another learning experience. I mean, it's good to good to make some new friends and get out there and play with all all the guys, top prospects from uh, the CHL. So it was good to good to mix in and and uh, kind of get away from get away from grind and have a little fun with those guys out there so it was a good experience and i know that it so the game was on monday night and the night before there was the mosque shooting which is a terrible tragedy you know six dead others injured i know that you guys were in town for that walk me through kind of uh how you heard about the shooting and and sort of if it affected your day um well we just we were out for dinner actually and we just we had just gotten back to our hotel and we had we had almost like a big group chat with our whole team, and we just we just basically got a text from our supervisor saying stay in your rooms, kind of thing. Like there's been a shooting down the street. They don't know who it is yet, so we want to make you make sure you guys are safe. So we that's how we find out found out. I mean, we didn't really know much about it until until he texted us, and then after that we saw the news and stuff like that. So that's how we originally found out. Yeah, it must have been uh, quite the, you know, kind of experience, especially when you're zoned in on hockey and it's like, you know, you're meeting all these new people. It's a lot of new experiences. So I would imagine that was uh, a bit of a, a an eye-opener, I guess you could say, especially in Canada. You know, you think you're you're safe going to Quebec City for, for a couple of days to uh, to just play some hockey. Yeah, exactly. Um, it it kind of came to a shock as all of us. We all, there was a few of us together, and we just checked our phones and all had the same message. We're like, wow, like, what that? a scary event so yeah it was it was it came by shock but i mean we uh we tried to focus on the game as much as we could and and uh sorry to hear about the loss of those people absolutely and in terms of the game you you obviously fared well a goal and an assist and uh you know the goal obviously stands out especially since you are a goal scorer you have 36 goals in 45 games this year um, you've already crushed your numbers from last year in the goal scoring uh, department you had 15 last year as a rookie um, you're second in goals in the entire league. Uh, Alex Debrinkit of Erie has 38, so you're right up there, which is impressive for a guy in his draft year. Um, and in talking to a few people around the OHL, uh, NHL scouts, it the one thing that stood out was that they were I wouldn't say surprised, but they were a little you know a little bit you know raised eyebrows in terms of wow his development as a goal scorer has really come along fast. Like they didn't expect the kind of giant jump. Is there anything that you can point to that that kind of explains how you went from 15 goals to 38 already, and just the fact that you've really solidified yourself as as a guy who can put the puck in the net? Um, not too much. I mean, I just had a big summer in the gym, getting stronger and faster, and working on kind of my my overall game, not so much just shooting. But I mean, I guess coming into your second year in the league, you're more confident to begin with. So I guess that plays a huge role. And, and just being able to kind of maybe slow down the game or speed it up when you need to and and just kind of see how it goes. I mean, I I go into each and every game trying to just play my game and use guys around me to to just work as a team and it's all and we've had meetings with my coaches and stuff on how to get to the front of the net and where to be and and just places that'll um evaluate or not really evaluate but um make my make my game that much better so yeah and you're playing with uh, mikey mcleod and nathan bastion at least for the most part over this year they're both devil's picks they're both you know quality ohlers 
how, how have they kind of helped you, you know, lift up your, your totals from last year and just kind of uh, move along in your development? Because the worst thing you want to do is kind of see a, a stagnant, uh, you know, stat line or just stagnant kind of uh, eye test of a player. They, I'm assuming they've they've really helped you kind of boost that up? Yeah, for sure. I mean, they, they went through last year, so they know how big of a year it is, and they're always there for support, whether it was just, just a question here or there. But, no, they've been they've been great. I mean, we've we've been playing well together. I mean, it's it's switched up a little bit since then, but no, it's they've been great. I mean, they went through last year, so they gave me pointers here and there, but... Yeah, and tell me about kind of your mentality on the ice, because you lead the league in shots on goal, and even if you break it down, you know, to per-game basis, you have 4.91 shots per game. Like, that's a fair amount if you're, if you're getting five on the goal. You're obviously attempting more shots. Have you been told by coaches, you know, just shoot when you get a chance, or is it just it's ingrained in you to to drive to the net and and get the puck on net? A little bit of both. I mean, coaches have said said to me that if you get the opportunity, use your shot and 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 just get the puck on net. But I also know it's it's part of my game, and I use it to my advantage and just shoot it whenever I get a chance. And you're also a pretty big guy. Uh, you're at least according to uh, the OHL website, six foot two, two hundred four pounds. I'm sure that that kind of varies. Um, but you're, you've, you've got the body to kind of be a power forward. Is that how you sort of see yourself or do you see yourself more as just like a pure goal, goal scorer? Um, I don't really see myself as a power, power forward. I mean, I just, I use my skill and I, I just, um, I just switch up my game if I need to during the game to maybe make a hit here or there, but no, I just try and use my skill for the most part and use my speed and shot. Yeah, and you mentioned the shot. Um, I've like at first I was kind of taken back by this comparison because it seemed like out of left field, but I've seen you know some comparisons to Phil Castle, and then I'm like, okay, whatever, maybe it's one or two people. But then I ask around, it's like it kept popping up. Um, and the 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 comparison is more in terms of your anticipation on the ice, you know, your speed and your hand-eye coordination. Have you heard that before? Have you have is this not the first time someone's brought up Phil Castle to you? No, this is this isn't the first time I've heard it. I've heard it a couple of times actually, but yeah, I've I've heard multiple players. I mean, I just I just kind of take it all in and say, wow, like you see what they've done in their career. So it's kind of kind of good to hear hear people compare yourself to them. But no, I, that's definitely not the first time I've heard it. And I also read somewhere that that you grew up playing defense and uh, switched to forward roughly five years ago. Do you remember your defense days well? And uh, and what can you tell me about that switch and and why it was done? Um, I kind of remember them it's not too clear but I mean it was it was mostly done just because one of the coaches said well why don't we try on forward and, and I, I think it worked the one game so they just kept me up there and it's it's been forward ever since so fair enough and uh you know you're you're turning 18 next month you're still a very young guy I don't think any prospect has a, a polished game um what would you say is kind of the area of your of your game or of of your repertoire that that needs improvement uh just being more aware on the ice and like defensive zone stops and starts all over the ice just just developing more of my defensive side when i'm when i don't have the puck sort of thing so okay yeah that that's probably a pretty common response from uh from guys like you and you know central scouting they they released their rankings here and there and they they did a, a midterm one obviously you know about it uh, you ranked highly on that you were fourth in north america that's obviously just including skaters. Goalies have their own category. There's other draft lists out there by independent agencies, and they have you ranked highly as well. Has it sunk in that you know you could possibly go in the top ten of the draft and and most likely go in the first round? Like that seems like a pretty cool thing to uh, to think about 
as a young guy like you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something you've always dreamed of, but I guess just this year, once I found out that's that's kind of where I was, that's the range I might be getting drafted, and it's kind of surreal. I mean, you don't, we would never really think that growing up, but I mean, I just take it all in, and um, I just try to worry about and focus on playing my game, and I'm not trying to worry about what the rankings or the, the write-ups say about me. I'm just worried about playing my game, and the rest will fall into place, so... Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, I guess it, it kind of helps, too, that, like you said, you have McLeod and Bastion who have gone through a similar sort of experience. And then you also have your cousin, Mitchell Stevens, which a lot of people will recognize from uh, the World Juniors that just passed. He's your first cousin. What, what's the exact connection there? Um, his dad and my mom are brother and sister. Okay, so, yeah, it's you obviously grew up with them. Um, are, you, are you guys still close? Yeah, I mean, we talk talk as much as we can i mean it's just busy with both of our schedules but no we still we still keep in touch that's pretty neat and i I always whenever i see kind of brother or cousin uh connections the first thing i think of is is you know is it weird to play against them is it uh, because he he was playing in saginaw and then he got traded to london obviously those are different uh conferences than than mississauga but when you have played against them is it is a little odd seeing him on the other side when when you know he's usually the guy you're texting after the game or the guy that you're screwing around with at Christmas? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I've only played him the once because I think last year he was hurt when we played Saginaw. And, um, we've played Saginaw once this year. But, no, it's for sure different. I mean, whenever, even if it's one of your close buddies, it's kind of weird seeing them on the other side and you're used to joking around with them after the games or whatnot. But, I mean, when you're on the ice, you still still kind of have that have that in the back of your head. But after the game, you're, you go right back to normal. So. Has he told you anything about the draft process? Because I mean, maybe maybe it gets like over overrated in terms of uh, the pressure that gets put on on guys. But I mean, you, you you're still a teenager. There's still a lot going on in your life with school and with trying to you know perform your best in front of scouts. Has Mitchell given you any advice? Uh, not too much. No, it's just it's just the way our schedules work. We haven't really been able to talk that much about it, but. No, it's it's been great to have the guys on my team to, to do that for me, and just they've gone through it, and they've experienced it all. Awesome. Well, Owen, I, I really appreciate your time, and uh, best of luck moving forward. Thank you.